You're listening to Trucking Questions from the Audio Road with Kevin Rutherford. This is the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. You can ask questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, tax, technology, or anything else about the business of trucking. Here we go. Let's head on down the audio road. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Today is Destination Health. We're going to do two hours. I would jump in early with your questions. Uh we always get overloaded with questions today. They're starting to come in pretty heavy, but still time if you jump in right now. Press one on your phone, and we'll be getting to those calls in just a little bit. Here we go. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. And today is Destination Health. My co-host, Kim Cockerham, is here with me. And we're going to take your calls and answer your questions about everything health. Diet, food, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, disease, supplements, drugs, you name it, we'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and ask the question. Kim, welcome. Oh, glad to be here, Kevin. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How about you? Oh, awesome. We've <laughs> got some exciting months. Yes, it is. You're going to be out here soon. Yeah, we actually, and actually, I'm going to miss the show. I'll be um, both days traveling Wednesday out and Wednesday back. So I'm going to miss being on here with everybody, but hopefully be listening from the airport or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, we are so looking forward to being out there with all of you. That means I'm going to have to take off the training wheels and fly solo. Oh, I'm <laughs> you'll do great. <laughs> we are certainly yeah, looking awesome. forward to yeah, to having everybody out here and spending some time together, yeah. that's going to be great. Um, what's going on with you? You know, you've been doing a, a oh, bunch of yeah. stuff. Is anything new to report? You know what? The detox, which is just really fascinating to me. Um, so I'm three days into the second part, which is the main bulk of it. Like the first seven days you do um, – mainly you tighten up your diet and you only take two supplements to work and their enzymes and the fat digestion to work on inflammation and just get everything cleaned up first. And like we talk about, you know, make sure all the pathways are open. And then the, the 10 days now include um, a meal replacement in the morning. And that includes the NutriClear, which is really like their detoxification um, a supplement you make into a drink and then a whey isolate protein. And we chose and we talked about this before we you know chose which one to do because they have biotics has a couple different proteins, um, a pea protein, a whey protein, and we chose the whey isolate because that's the cleanest and best. And um so you take it you have a meal replacement shake in the morning, which I was just thinking today, like um the you know and I've done it in the past, the protein drinks as meal replacements. I just like food <laughs> better. <'cause laughs> it's just you know, it feels nice and clean and you know, you're following the program, but I'm thinking, I am starved by lunchtime and and yeah. it's just you just don't you know, and it's really made me think back and not that breakfast is 
that big, you know, at all, but yet it just is so much more satiating. And they have some special detox supplements, but it's just, it's really cool. I, you know, I don't notice anything out of the, you know, crazy different. Um, definitely not lethargic. And I was not expecting that. I think I would have been a little disappointed if I was in a way, I guess, I don't know. But um, it, again, just tunes you into your body. And for that, I'm just, I love that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think there's a lesson here too, that, that this is a, a almost a non-event for you and certainly not unpleasant in any way other than a little hunger um, because you've done this right. You had such a clean diet for a long time. You worked on digestion. You worked on clearing the pathways. So now that detox is happening the way it should happen. Our body should detox all the time. Um, right. Where it, I've read just horror stories of people who do these drastic detoxes with no preparation. And when we're talking about preparation, we're not talking about a day or two. You were preparing for months, if not longer. You know, you clean Mm -hmm. up your diet alone. That goes a long way towards detoxing. So, um, you know, I, I, I caution people that the, you see these programs about these detoxes and they make them sound wonderful and they're going to fix everything. And then I just hear these stories of people just absolutely miserable and things getting worse instead of better and then turned off from this. So if you do it right, the whole detox process really should be kind of a non-event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we learn in class, you know, you, you never detox without addressing the foundation. So with everybody we work with and the, and the person we're working with that just started this actually yesterday, um, did address the foundations and worked very hard on them for three months. And so that, and, you know, we just had um, one of our, uh, our client folder number three came back and our long-term goals and all those they actually have is to prepare for detoxifying because you want to get your body to a point that, you know, um, you know, everything's clean and, and, you know, you've, you've addressed everything. And then this detoxification is just kind of like a, a spark, you know, it says it cleans out the junk so the body's free to do what it does. It does. So it's like the last piece of it. And, and I actually recommended doing it twice a year. And I could, I could actually see that where this, if you're living this kind of lifestyle, um, you know, just a couple times a year, you just, you know, decide to put it in there and just, you know, get things cleaned out again at a more cellular level. And um, it's, it's really a good thing. I'm very, very grateful for it. Well, you know, that leads us to our topic today, which everybody mm-hmm. should be really familiar with, HPA axis dysregulation. Everybody knows what that is, right? <laughs> I didn't for a long time. That's yeah, it's uh, hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis dysregulation. That is the correct technical term. For what most people, even doctors, clinicians, doctors don't address it very often. They they almost don't even um, acknowledge that it exists. But even naturopaths, um, chiropractors refer to it as adrenal fatigue. And we're finding out that that's kind of a misnomer. It, it, it's, it's easy. It works. People kind of get what it is. Um, but it's not really true. Our adrenal glands are not fatigued. Um, we thought at one time that's what was happening, but it's really not. It's so much more complex than that. What it really comes down to, let's just bring it right down to what it is. It's an overload of stress and, and our body's response to that stress 
And we're now really learning that this could be just as important as diet when it comes to things like blood sugar control and disease and all the other problems we're seeing. I'm not sure if I want to put it, you know, at that level yet, but it's certainly really critical. Um, it's a little more complicated than diet. Um, a lot more variables. Diet, you know, we talk about we can simplify diet. I don't know that we can make it easy, but we can make it simple. Eat whole real food. And many of your problems will go away. That's pretty simple. Doing it in real life, we know that's a challenge, but certainly people um, are, are doing that. and We're seeing lots of results. Adrenal fatigue has so many variables. And, and one of them you just talked about that a lot of people don't think about toxins in our body are stressful on our body. Anything that stresses the body increases the, the odds that we're going to have this dysregulation and this dysfunction. So we have to address a lot of different areas. You know, we, we immediately think of stress as that everyday stress, uh, and that is a big one, no question. But if we approach this from all the different ways our body could be stressed, it could be emotional stress, physical stress on the body from overtraining or working really long hours. Um, sleep uh, has a huge part to play in this or lack of sleep or poor quality sleep, but also food and toxins in our body. So doing a detox, doing it the right way can go a long way towards addressing the stress response that is really playing a big role. And, and you and I are seeing this more and more in the NutriQs where almost everybody scores really high on adrenal, pituitary, and thyroid. And, and that is all part of this access. The, the HPA access, hypothalamic, uh, pituitary, adrenal, that's two of them. And then those to work together with the thyroid. So thyroid problems always go hand in hand with this. And how many NutriQs have we seen where those, those are almost off the charts mm -hmm. for people? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, what I'm um, was learning too, and it makes complete sense. You know, we have some, so many women that are in their fifties that are menopausal and stuff that are having such issues there. And it kind of makes sense where, you know, at that point in our life where, you know, the ovaries stop making estrogen and it gets flipped back to the adrenals again to do it and they're, they're wiped out. So then it just compounds the problem. So it's just, this whole topic just completely fascinates me. It's one of those things too, it's, it's not an easy fix, but yet it is in some ways. It, it can be. We don't need mm -hmm. to understand all this crazy stuff mm -hmm. we're going to talk about. All we need to do is chill. Right. That's it. Just chill. Just relax. Um, easier said than done, but uh, that's really what we need to focus on. Um, we'll talk about this more when we get back. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. We're talking about HPA axis dysregulation. Uh, we're really talking about what most people call adrenal fatigue, burnout, uh, those kind of things. Kim, so there, there are four primary triggers of this. And the first one, um, they talk about perceived stress. And when I read that, I thought, perceived? That makes it sound mm -hmm. like it's not real. It's not real stress. It's just perceived. And, and most people would say, oh, no, I have real stress. But if you think about it, we don't. The stress response that we're talking about, that fight or flight that I've talked about so many times, that whole system was designed to keep us alive. So it, it, it should only kick in in life or death situations. That was the point of it, to keep us alive. So you might be stressed because you can't make your truck payment or you, you might not be able to. That's not real stress. That's only perceived. If you don't make your truck payment, you're not going to die. It doesn't endanger your life in any way. I mean, we could even get really drastic. If you thought you were going to become homeless, people would say, oh, no, that's stress. No, it's really not. Lots of people are homeless and they live. This doesn't threaten your life. So no matter how drastic we think our problems are, they really are only perceived stress. Real stress is only something that could kill us. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? No, it's true. My dad used to have a saying, it's not heart and lungs. You know, it's not heart and lungs. And, and you, you stop and think of it, you know, it's not a, a diagnosis. It's not an immediate threat. Yeah, and it's, that's something I've been trying to really, really work on, even as part of the detox. You know what I mean? Just, just find strategies. I mean, your deep breathing strategy you taught us here with the square breathing is priceless. Um, and the other piece is, I'm trying not to purposely like elevate what I think is stress, you know, like that we talked right. about that with Facebook, you know, we put people put so much drama out on Facebook. Just don't go there, you know, um, journal or something, but don't put your, your that kind of stuff out for the public to see. And it just, whether that's to, I don't know, validate how you're feeling or something really step back and find some other strategies for that. Yeah. So, it, you know, that that saying, you know, anything that doesn't kill us just makes us stronger. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of truth in that. If it's going mm -hmm. to kill you or it could possibly kill you, that's real stress. That's when we want the fight or flight to kick in and it will keep us alive. Everything else is perceived stress. And if we learn how to handle it correctly, it will just make us stronger and better. But we we let it continue to kick in that fight or flight mode and that's really what causes the the problem the second thing they talk about the second of the four triggers is glycemic dysregulation what mm -hmm. we talk about mm -hmm. is poor blood sugar control high blood sugar causes uh, the problem so does low blood sugar and that's where most people end up with that that roller coaster ride of low blood sugar high blood sugar that has a huge impact on cortisol and adrenaline and keeps us in that fight or flight mode. That's what wakes people up at two or three in the morning with that, you know, kind of rapid heartbeat and you can't get back to sleep. Uh, that's blood sugar control causing this, this whole cascade of events to happen. Um, then they talk about circadian disruption. This is uh, poor sleep patterns. 
Um, and then they talk about inflammatory signaling. These are the four big things, stress, uh, blood sugar control, sleep problems, and inflammatory issues. Now, doesn't it make sense that truck drivers are off the charts mm -hmm. in this problem? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we've really been addressing blood sugar control because I, certainly in the general population, I think this is the, the keystone health problem that we face. Mm -hmm. Poor blood sugar control contributes to almost all the other problems we face. So we always like to get to the root cause. Well, now we're finding out there are two really big root causes. Blood sugar control, we've got a great handle on that. We're going to keep coming out with all kinds of great programs. I have a ton of things to talk about um, on the blood sugar control side. New stuff I'm excited about, things we're working on. But I, I, I have been spending a huge amount of time on coming up with strategies. I, I've done all the research. I've read all the books. I have a really, really good understanding of this problem. What I don't have yet are the, the really good solutions. I have some recommendations, and, and we know that once we start putting the recommendations out there in the wild to our tribe, they'll start coming up with even better answers. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. So I, I want to keep talking about this. I want to give people, you know, I, on the weekend, um, the weekend show I opened, it wasn't going to be about health at all. It was about habits. And I just happened to mention a habit that you might want to address are the things that you do in the evening that could be disrupting your sleep, like mm -hmm. the habit of mm -hmm. watching or being on Facebook and you know, being on Facebook is really, really bad for your sleep in a lot of ways. Um, you're staring at a screen. It's all the blue light on the computer. Mm -hmm. uh, many interactions on Facebook are stressful. People fighting, arguing. We know what goes on on there. That, that's a horrible habit to have in the evening. And I was talking about that around habits. What I was shocked about was how many people called and wanted to talk about sleep. And, you know, what the problems they were having with sleep and the strategy. So um, this is something we need to work on because this is a big factor in the adrenal fatigue that we're talking about. So, um, you know, I, I want to throw out some ideas on, you know, it was funny. I was trying to put together two lists, one, some tips to reduce stress and then one tips for better sleep. There's a lot of crossover between those two. Yeah. Because part yeah. of the reason we can't sleep is we're all stressed out. Yeah. So if you do yeah. stress, you're going to sleep better. Um, so many things ended up on both lists. Um, let, let's start with the stress, though. I'm going to go back to something that I talked about for the last two and a half decades, but I talked about it for a very different reason driving slow. I talked about it primarily completely to improve fuel economy and help people make more money. And it worked. But something, you know, clicked in my brain the other day. The number one thing that people would call back about wasn't the money they saved. They would call back about that and say, oh, yeah, I'm doing better. I, you know, my fuel costs have gone down. My profit's gone up. But the one thing they wanted to talk about was how much their stress level went down when they slowed down. 
that was what everybody was excited about. And I, I thought, oh, yeah, well, that's wonderful. Great. Let's talk about the money. Uh, now I get it. And, and now I understand why I never thought driving was stressful. I always thought driving was really relaxing because I did two things that very few other drivers were doing. And still today, very few do it, even though I've been talking about it for two and a half decades. And these are two things on my list for drivers to, to de-stress. Drive slower and listen to audiobooks. To me, that was such a relaxing day. And it doesn't have to be a book about goal setting or business. Listen to a good novel. You know, find a, a genre you like, whether it's Westerns or science fiction or murder mysteries or whatever. But, you know, driving at 57 miles an hour, my magic number, and listening to a good book to me was 10 hours of pure relaxation. That's really, that's really cool. And I never thought about that either until uh, I caught myself driving a little faster. And I remember somebody else saying that on the show one time, that that was what he got out of it was the um, lack of, you know, the uh, help against stress. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about the other ones, the, the hip, you know, I'm, I'm almost going to move away from the meditation kind of thing because I think people struggle with that. Um, the meditation Go get the hypnosis app. I just love that thing. I did it right before the mm -hmm. show. It is so incredibly relaxing, whether you do just the 10-minute um, intro that, that he does to get you into that hypnotic state or whether you do the whole 30 minutes with the hypnotic suggestions and all of that. It is just so absolutely relaxing that most days I can be running around like a nut with all kinds of things to do and I'll force myself to say, you know what? 10 minutes. Just mm, go do the good. 10 minutes. I will fall asleep. I, I can be wide awake running around like a crazy man. And within a couple minutes, I'm so relaxed, I'm sleeping. Yeah, I love that app. And I've been trying to focus on that with the, um, the whole detox of just doing all of it together, you know, that all the pieces and parts, because there's, you know, from the dry brushing to the, you know, the relaxing time, trying to get better, you know, focusing on sleep, all that together. Um, Kevin, there's something I want to say about, oops, we got a break. Yeah, hold that thought. We'll get to the break and we'll come right back and we will talk about that. Um, you know, a couple other things, the square breathing, another big one, get out in nature. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about this a little when we come back because there there is a way to combine about three or four really good techniques into your 30 minute required break every day anyway. Stick around, we'll talk about that right after this. Kevin Rothenberg. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. Uh, Kim, I know you've got something. I want to cover this one idea. We'll get to yours. Then we're going to get to some calls and questions. I have so much more to talk about, but uh, we always do. 
That's a wonderful thing. So, you know, the 30-minute the mandatory break during the driver's day. As drivers, we looked at this as just more government meddling. Um, one more thing we had to try to work around, you know, it, it was imposed on us. We have to take a break whether we feel like we need one or not. And we could either sit around and complain about it or we could turn it into something positive. And there are several things you can do that are really, really healthy, and we could combine them all into this 30 minutes. Um, we know that the, the hypnosis, meditation, relax, re relaxing is excellent. That's 10 minutes. Don't do the whole thing. Just do the 10-minute piece. And if it's a nice sunny day, and we're heading into lots of those right now, don't sit in your truck and do it. Put on some headphones and go lay in the grass in the sunshine and do that 10 minute relaxation. That isn't you're getting the vitamin D, which is just incredibly powerful for your health. You're getting the grounding, which is really good as a, a detox and antioxidant kind of thing. You're getting the relaxation. Those are all wonderful. And when you're done, get up and just walk around barefoot. You know, find a nice park where, you know, there's grass or whatever and, and walk around barefoot. If, if there isn't any grass and, you know, you have to throw on some shoes, make them slip on, you know, with no socks so that anytime you encounter someplace where you can walk barefoot, get your shoes off, walk barefoot. 30 minutes of that, you've got the, the relaxation, you've got the grounding, you've got the sunshine, you've got the nature. Now we turn that 30 minutes into something incredibly powerful and positive instead of just complaining about what a hassle it is. That's really a great idea. That's a great idea. And it, my, what I was thinking kind of piggybacks on that and that um, do all this before you need it. Start building these habits because they're going to do you so much good no matter when, what, when you start, um, but start now because and I guarantee you there's a ton of people out there right now that are in a very stressful, you know, like they're feeling stressed right now. And it just, it might not make sense. Like they don't see out of the hole that they're in. Um, but I, cause if you would ask me a year ago, I mean, I experienced with this, you know, moving our whole family and our family all over the place, um, stress, but a lot of it, I, I kept holding on to it. You know, it was, I just did. I, I didn't know you wouldn't think that listening to something's going to help. You just want to stay in that hole. Um, but yeah, do it before you need it because we're going to need it every day because you might wake up in the morning and everything be great. And a phone call can change it. Somebody can say something to you wrong and can change it. And, and if you don't have these habits or these things to lean on, you're going to internalize it and it's going to, you know, just further take you down, you know, down that hole. You know, that's a, a, such a great point. It reminds me of something I read last night. And it, when I read it, it just was so powerful in just a sentence or two. Um, do this before you think you're really sick. All of us are sick, um, but we may not think so. But what I read last night just hit me so hard. It, it's, a, it's a saying, um, healthy people have a hundred wishes. Sick people only have one. Powerful. Because when you're sick, nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. You just want to be better. That, that's it. Nothing. You can't think about anything else. You can't enjoy anything else. All you want is to get better. Well, let's take care of it before we get there. Who wants to be hanging around with just one wish? I want a thousand. 
you know, I want to be excited about everything. And if you're sick, you just can't be. So um, I have so much more, but we'll have to get to it on another show. We are going to be doing a full-blown webinar about adrenal fatigue in June. So if you are interested in our webinars, you need to be in one of our programs. The webinars are a paid part of our programs. Uh, so go to the website, letstruck.com. You can always start off with the free NutriQ and kind of get an introduction into what we're doing. And then you can look at the programs we have, and that will give you access to these webinars. So we will be doing one about adrenal fatigue, about sleep, about obesity. We have a whole list of them. Um, Anything else, Kim, or you want to get to some calls? No, no, let's go get some calls. All right, let's start off in Georgia. Daryl, welcome to the program. Daryl? Yeah, we knew he was spotty. He was hoping he'd be okay by the time we got him on here. Daryl, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll try to save that line or we'll try to get you back. Um, we're going to head off to Nebraska. Dave, welcome to the program. Good morning or good afternoon. How you guys doing today? Good. Hey, What's on your mind? Intermittent fasting. I, I finally got through to you guys and I got a couple questions with that. Uh, do you dare not? Let me explain what I'm doing. I guess I've been on Bulletproof coffee for almost two weeks now. This is all I'm getting up to two weeks. And I drink that all morning up until noon, basically, because I got a big cup. Is that a bad thing, number one? Um, it could be. The one thing we have to be careful of, and I didn't even mention this in adrenal fatigue because there's so much I need to talk about. That's why we're going to do a webinar. But one of the other really big factors for drivers is caffeine. Um, caffeine consumption it can really, really aggravate adrenal fatigue. So you may, it, you know, if you've taken our NutriQ and you're off the charts on adrenals or pituitary or thyroid, you may want to cut back on the caffeinated part and maybe not cut it out completely, but you may want to do half decaffeinated, you know, half caffeinated, something like that. Um, huh. okay. Bulletproof coffee itself, all the other stuff. I do the same thing. I drink it all morning. I drink, uh, 24 ounces between the time I wake up, which is usually about 4.30 or 5 in the morning, um, till about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, mm -hmm. and all of that for me is caffeinated, but I've worked really hard on the stressors in my life, and I have a very, very low adrenal score. So, I, I, I don't okay. have any real symptoms of adrenal fatigue now. Um, so that's one of the things you have to watch, but otherwise all the stuff we're putting in the bulletproof coffee is really good for you. And the, the intermittent fasting that it allows you to do is good for you. Uh-huh. Well, I, when they say, uh, you can cheat a little bit at night on carbs, does that mean any carbs or just the good ones? Well, we always want our carbs, especially carbs, because that's, that's the nutrient we have to focus on keeping either low or I want it to be really high quality. I, I don't want to waste a single carb on junk. So for me, okay. when I talk about carbs, it's going to be vegetables or fruit. And, and I'm, I'm even expanding uh, fruit. Um, you know, I was doing a, an apple. I started off doing like a third of an apple every night with some nut butter. 
And it was so darn good that now I eat a whole apple. And the funny thing was, it coincided with a couple other things. I actually started losing weight and feeling better. And I was worried maybe it was too many carbs. I, I just read a fantastic article this morning how even though the apple itself could be high in sugars, there are some compounds in apples that they have proven really help to manage blood sugar, which is really interesting. Um, I'm not necessarily telling people that are having blood sugar problems to eat an apple every day. We still have to watch that. But um, I think once you get your blood sugar under control, that that may be one of those fruits that really is good to, to add back into your diet. Maybe there was something about the whole apple a day keeps a doctor away thing. Okay. Well, a couple more things real quickly is, is uh, I don't know for sure how to measure the ketones, see if I'm in ketosis for sure. It almost feels like it because I, I did eat a little of those carbs last night and I felt sick for about 30 minutes. Does that sound normal or not? You know, I, I've always um, been very sensitive, especially to sugar, not so much starch, but sugar and sugar early in the morning. I mean, long before I knew any of this stuff, I, my whole life I've told people, no, I do not eat anything sweet for breakfast. You know, no sweet cereals, no waffles or pancakes, and I can't eat anything sweet when I'm hungry. For me, I always wanted something sweet after a really big, satisfying meal. Then I could eat something sweet and be just fine. But I have that same reaction to too many carbs on, on an empty stomach, especially. It makes me feel horrible. Yeah, it, it definitely does. I think I'm close, or I think actually I'm, I can feel that you know, things are changing, but I just want to make sure. It sounds like I'm pretty much on the right track. I think I better get some apples. I did get some like pieces and stuff. That's too probably too much carbs, though, I suppose, huh? Uh, what did you say it was? Some, some peaches. Uh, peaches are pretty high in sugar. Yeah, I, I would go with the apples and nut butter. The other problem with peaches, if you probably combine it with cream, uh, whipped cream, yogurt, things like that, they, that might not be bad because we do want to combine the carbs with protein and fat to slow down the absorption. So an apple and nut butter really works well, or the uh, uh, monkey brittle is another great balance. That's why we like that product so much. We'll be right back with more stuff. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. All right, we're heading into the fourth segment of this first hour, but uh, stick with us. We're going to come right back and do a second hour. Here we go. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. We're down to the final segment. We're going to get to your phone calls. We're going to head off to Texas. Wade, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Kim, how's it going? Hi there. Good. What's on your mind today? Well, first question, I saw that you had a new product in the store and uh, it was on the, uh, the bone broth and is that concentrated or and you add water and it makes a bunch of bone broth or is one packet one meal? 
Oh, no, here's the really cool thing about this. The packet is not bone broth at all. It's the bone broth kit to make it super easy for you to make fresh bone broth in the truck. So it's uh, grass-fed bones that have been roasted because roasted bones make really, really good bone broth. And it's also got some herbs in there for flavoring. They they were actually developed with um, a, a Chinese herbalist. So there are health benefits to the herbs that are in there. Plus, they taste amazing. So my recommendation is you and all of the ingredients are in a like a cheesecloth linen bag. So all you do is okay. open up the outer pouch, pull the bag out. My, the best way to do this is get yourself an instant pot or one of those pressure cookers. Throw the bag in there, fill it up with good, clean water, three hours in a pressure cooker, and you have the best bone broth. I, I've made bone broth myself from scratch. I've done it in slow cookers. I've done it in pots. I've done it every way you can imagine. And my absolute favorite is this bag and a pressure cooker, three hours and so it makes one big batch and then you can reuse the bag a second time. So take it out, put it in a plastic bag, put it in the refrigerator and then make a second batch with it. Um, so it looks a little pricey, but you get a lot of bone broth out of that package. What? Uh, so how much, how much does it tell you how much water to, to, to add? Yeah. Yeah. It's real simple. The directions are on there and you know what? It, it's one of those things that, um, isn't really, uh, if you used less water, you're going to get a, a stronger, thicker broth. If you use more water, you're just going to get a slightly more diluted broth, but you still get all the benefits. So it's not even that critical um, how you do it. Okay, awesome. The other thing, um, on um, at night, uh, you were talking about in your tea drink, that you were adding um, rain octane uh, in a lesser amount. And I was curious, are you doing like a half a teaspoon or, or a teaspoon or uh, how much are you at for, before you, uh, for, your, for your nightly drink before you go to bed? I'm actually at a teaspoon. And it was interesting. I think I mentioned a couple times that I was having this weird phenomenon. I was falling asleep really quick. Like I don't even remember going to bed most nights now. Um, but about two and a half hours in, I would wake up wide awake and full of energy and have to go wander around the house um, and then usually eat something like a fat bomb to go back to sleep. And I thought, wow, am I having blood sugar issues? So I started checking my blood sugar when it happened and my blood sugar was rock solid, completely normal. Um, it turned out I was taking too much brain octane. I was doing like a tablespoon. Um, I had worked my way up and it, it was just kicking in at about two or two and a half hours with so much energy. So I, I dialed it back and I'm at uh, like a teaspoon uh, about an hour before I go to bed and it's working out great. So you, you may have to just play around with the amount until you figure out what works for you. Okay. And then my last question, uh, I, I told me to get four supplements, the hydrazine and um, the um, beta plus 
and I got both of those I started taking. I got a little anxious. I, I know you said when, when you do the, the enzyme test, you're supposed to use food, and I got my stuff, and I was excited and ready to get started, and so I did my test when I was doing my Bulletproof coffee. And so is that something I can redo with food? To, to get it oh, right, yeah. or I, I ended up, I ended up taking, I'm doing four, um, but I wasn't sure if I was getting enough. I don't know a whole lot of difference, but I must be something going on because I, I've lost just within two weeks, I, I've lost six pounds. Um, so I, it's, doing, it's doing something. Yeah. Here's the, yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing. The amounts, I, I wouldn't stress too much over this. You could certainly retest if you want or just keep playing around. Like you're taking four with the meal. You could try five or three or um, anything. Even one is better than not having any of those enzymes or any of the hydrochloric acid. So, um, and I know people that take up to 10. Um, it, it gets... So it, it's really, it's kind of like the bone broth thing in the water. This isn't an exact science. And, and I wouldn't stress about okay. it too much. I, I would just play around with the amounts. Um, clearly, the weight loss is a sign that things are starting to work. Um, you know, you, you may notice energy levels. You may notice that digestive symptoms start to go away. My, my, my favorite indicator that my digestion is right is when I don't even know that I have a digestive system. There's no sensation right. whatsoever. I eat and I feel the same after I eat that I did before I ate. There's no pain. There's no gas. There's no bloating. There's no discomfort. Um, and I have good energy. And, I, you know, I am completely off the digestive supplements, have been for probably over a month now. Um, every once in a while, if I'm going to eat a big meal with a lot of protein, I'll take some hydrochloric acid. But other than that, I'm not taking any right now. No probiotics, no nothing. Oh, okay. And that was the other thing. I finally, uh, Monday, I got the berberine and the pro probiotics that you, uh, they're on order and supposed to be here Friday. So I'm, I'm anxious to, to take those. Yeah. Is the, now did the, so berberine, is that going to help with my blood sugar and, and help with my, my cravings and stuff at, at night? You may not notice it right away. Berberine helps with a lot of stuff, but berberine is one of those more subtle. You know, Kim, I know you've, you've talked about this, the taking hydrochloric acid and the digestive supplements. I mean, we, we know that right away. Like, I can feel the difference yeah. in one. Um, the berberine isn't that drastic of a change. It, it's a more subtle over time. Um, and the berberine, you know, you should be taking about three times throughout the day. Um, you'll notice over time, it helps control blood sugar, blood pressure, inflammation, all kinds of things. Uh, but it's a much more subtle uh, change. Let's go to Matt in Washington. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Kevin and Kim. Hey, hey there. Um, What's on your mind today? Well, Kim, <laughs> well, Kim said I need to call and get your point on my <laughs> NutriQ. Uh, yes. The uh, typical yeah. typical two things we're just talking about today. 
which mm-hmm. is is still yep. number one for truck drivers, and we understand why. Every single fact about the lifestyle of a truck driver is working against us in these two areas. Now, you're not nearly as high as what we see for most people. You know, you've worked on cleaning up your diet over time, um, but your two highest scores, that's always how we look at it. Whether your scores are low or high doesn't matter. We look at the, the high points for you. So most of your scores are actually much lower than we normally see, and that's a good thing. Um, but your two high points are sugar handling and adrenal, and digestion, upper digestion isn't far behind. Um, so hydrochloric acid or a hydrazyme would probably help. Um, sugar handling and adrenal, we always look at diet first because that one's kind of easy. The lower carb you eat. Actually, Kim, we're, we're going to get deeper into this in the, um, the, the webinar when we do it. But you know this. This is kind of a balancing act. We know that really, really low carb will fix sugar handling, but it can aggravate adrenals sometimes, which can affect sugar handling. So it, it can be a vicious circle sometimes. And that's why with drivers, we, we struggle with some people on this. So what, in my opinion, what you've got to do, the solution is you do go really low carb. You make it nutrient dense, which I've talked about, and you work hard on the lifestyle side for the adrenals. Because if we keep trying to add carbs back in to help the adrenals, we're never going to fix the blood sugar. So we, we have to do both at the same time. We have to go with the you know, low, low carb for blood sugar, lifestyle for adrenals, and make sure we're getting really nutrient dense. Um, hey, Matt, we ran into the end of the show, so we're probably going to bring you back on uh, so we can finish talking about this on the next show. We will see you next time. We've got to get out of here. Thanks for joining us. Great stuff. We'll be doing more of it. Till we meet again, eat real food, sleep like a baby, connect like you mean it, move as though your life depended on it. And remember, healthy people have a hundred wishes, sick people only have one. Stay healthy, my friends. All right, we're going to get started on a second hour. Here we go. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. And today is Destination Health. My co-host, Kim Cockerham, is here with me. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about everything health. Food, diet, nutrition, lifestyle, training, disease, drugs, supplements, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and ask the question. Kim, welcome. Hi, Kevin. How are you? 
doing wonderful. You know, we are really, really drilling down to, we've always said that the, the real way we're going to fix health is we have to address the root causes of why we're unhealthy. And our medical community does not do that. Not, they don't even come close to doing that. They don't talk about the root cause. They don't look for the root cause. They don't treat the root cause. They cover up symptoms. And it, it's a big part of why we're in such poor health and why it keeps getting worse. And we are really, really drilling down to two major root causes that are affecting really everybody in the country but really affecting truck drivers. And, and once you understand these two root causes and you understand truck drivers, which I, I feel like, um, this may sound arrogant, but, but I feel like I may be the single person in the country that knows the most about this issue right now because I understand the two root causes and I understand truck drivers, the lifestyle. I've been there. I've lived it mm. like, my mm-hmm. whole life. Um, and, and it's starting to become so crystal clear to me now. And it's exciting because it's becoming so clear. And now I'm really starting to work on the solutions. So you have to understand the problem. You have to identify what the root cause is. And then you have to work on the solutions. And, and I just feel like myself and us as a company, um, we are clearly in a better place than any other person or group or organization that I know to address this problem. That's um, that that's pretty exciting and humbling all at the same time. Yeah, it sure is, and and what a great place to be, you know, to be able to then share it, and thankfully for all the research you're doing too, you know, just really impact our tribe. Yeah, so the, the, the two things we, we really have to address, the root cause, blood sugar control. We've talked about it over and over. We're going to be talking a lot more about it because this is such a key to health, and, and it is the root cause of so many of our health problems, um, many that we didn't realize. I mean, we, we've my whole life, your whole life, we're about the same age. Um, we've always heard about heart disease, right? I mean, isn't heart, mm-hmm. didn't you even yep. say, dad had a saying, it's not heart and lungs, right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. That's how, that's how much we focused on heart. Um, but what we didn't realize, you know, we, we were lied to, um, and I say lied to not misled because researchers knew this. I'm not a black helicopter conspiracy kind of guy, but this is clear that there were lots of people who knew that what we were being told was wrong and it was clearly wrong and it's killed a lot of people. Heart disease was not caused by cholesterol and saturated fat. Heart disease is caused by poor blood sugar control. It's caused by a high carbohydrate processed food diet. And we had all that focus and still have all this focus on heart disease when heart disease, there's nothing about heart disease that is the root cause. We should not be treating heart disease. We should be finding the root cause, which is poor blood sugar control and, and high blood sugar that leads to inflammation and all the other problems around heart disease, um, kidney disease, 
uh, cholesterol problems. They, the list goes on and on. Inflammation. Almost all of it comes back to poor blood sugar control. So that's a root cause we have to address. And the numbers in the general population are horrendous. They are mm -hmm. 50% higher in the truck driving community. Uh, yeah. 50% higher on top of numbers that are already horrendous. Uh, the second thing that goes hand in hand with this, blood sugar control, we can address with diet. That is 90 per plus percent is diet. And it's simple. Stop putting the starch and sugar in your body. We won't have a blood sugar problem. So really eat low carb, eat real food, low carb, and we're not going to have a blood sugar problem on a diet side. The other problem we need to address, and we're going to be doing a, a webinar on this coming up in June, is what's referred to as adrenal fatigue, which isn't the correct word, but we'll use it because everybody uh, is using it and talking about it. And adrenal fatigue really comes down to our stress response, our fight or flight response. Uh, and, and the problem being that we're in that mode all the time and it's killing us. And it, it's both of these issues could be really, really complicated, and we could talk about them on and on and on and on. And, and I read all this stuff and research, and uh, it, it's fascinating, but most people don't need or want to know all that stuff. Um, I need and want to know it because I, I love learning that kind of stuff. Um, but you have to understand these mechanisms if you really want to find the right solutions. But my strength, and I've always said this, whether it was about trucks or tires or fuel mileage, is taking something that has all those variables and requires all that understanding and then boiling it down to something really simple that I can say to people, just do this. You know, if you want to understand this, ask me. I'll explain all of it to you. I love doing that. But if you want to fix it, here's the way. And so we have these two giant, complicated problems that are killing people. They're causing drivers to lose their CDL, and, and we could go on and on, but I can boil this down to one very short sentence to fix both of these problems. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Eat real low-carb food and just chill the hell out. Like it. That works. <laughs> there you go. That, that works. That's really all we're talking yeah, about. It is simple. Truly. It, it really is that simple. I mean, you and I should be able to just turn this all off and go chill on the beach and everybody should be fine, right? Because now they know. And that's you my know, goal. We found it with, but, and it's so good. It, and I, I know it sounds too simple. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, too good to be true. But, um, you know, we see it happen. If people just trust, trust the process, first of all, with the diet, um, they're going to get to that level that they have not experienced for a while. They're going to see that. I think you shared on the last show about the person who's healthy has a hundred wishes, you know, they're going to see life open up. Um, and with some of the people we've worked with before we've done this, maybe their adrenal issues are still showing up and, and then you tackle the next thing. Um, and like you said, chill out and find ways to be, you know, Get rid of the stress, find joy, laugh more. We don't laugh enough, you know, <laughs> all those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. So, 
you know, we, we've seen this where we've got somebody's diet right. They're making lots of progress, but we're, we're having that sticking point. We do the Nutri-Q. We see they're still kind of off the charts with adrenals. And, and originally our thought was, okay, if we have the diet right, diet's everything. Um, mm-hmm. We need to supplement. And we went through multiple supplements on adrenals and we weren't getting the results. And I was getting really frustrated. You know, I, I started thinking, okay, what are we missing here? Um, are they just lying to us about their diet? Because people do that, and that can certainly throw things off track. But I, the people we were working with, I didn't get the feeling they were lying to us. Right, um, right. The supplements weren't what they were doing a little. They weren't really working the way we had hoped. Um, so I do what I do best. I, I just really dove hard into the research and, and read incredible amounts of material on this. And it turns out that lifestyle is a much, much bigger factor than what even we were saying. We were saying, oh, yeah, lifestyle is important and you got to do this and that. And, but we weren't putting enough emphasis on it. And this is really where we've got to start focusing. Getting the diet right, critically important. You can't skip that step. A little bit of supplementation always helps. But we've got to get this lifestyle right. This is the whole just chill the hell out just relax. Um, If it's not going to kill you, and I mean that literally, if it's not going to kill you, it shouldn't trigger your stress response because that's the only thing the stress response was designed for was to keep us alive when something was threatening our life. Everything else is just stuff. You got to remember that. We're going to talk about uh, a couple other things when we get back. Stick with us. Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. So, Kim, we're going to be doing a webinar. We're going to be talking a lot more about stress and adrenal health and sleep and all those lifestyle factors that we have to start talking about. But I do want to go back to type 2 diabetes, um, which is the ultimate failure of our blood control system, and talk about um, how the traditional medical and nutritional community is failing us horrendously, but how there are some really exciting new developments and some things we're working on as well. So um, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, that is the like the, the governing body for most nutritionists, dietitians that have the formal training around diet and nutrition. Um, you know, you and I have training through the Nutritional Therapy Association, which is fairly new. 
um, isn't technically a license and is not even allowed to practice in some states. And it's because of groups like this that they don't want anybody else practicing. Um, they want a monopoly. So let me tell you, I, I pulled up one of their sample menus for a type 2 diabetic. And I just picked one meal, breakfast, because they, they talk about how important breakfast is. And it's really not, by the way. It, it, but let's talk about their breakfast. Are you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> I can't so, look out. Yeah, here's their breakfast recommendation. One orange, a half a cup of brand cereal, one cup of fat-free milk, mm. one slice of whole wheat toast, and just shoot me for this one, one teaspoon of margarine. Oh, wow. That's current? Come on. That was current on their That's website? current. Yes. Oh, my God. So I, 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 I ran the carb numbers um, on the conservative side, because depending on how big the orange is and a couple other things, um, on the conservative side, this is 62 grams of carbs. Wow. In their wow. so-called healthy breakfast and... There's almost no nutrition here. None. Right. No, even an orange. Oranges aren't all that nutritious. They are, we think of them as high in vitamin C only because that's the thing it has the most of. But a red pepper has way more vitamin C than an orange does. And an orange might have a little bit of fiber. But other than that, it's mostly water. There's not that much nutrition in an orange. A half a cup of brand cereal, zero nutrition. I don't care what their label says because everything that's on that label is supplemented. It was added back in. It's just chemicals. It's not real food nutrition that's in there at all. Um, a cup of fat-free milk, zero nutrition except what they've tried to put into it. You know, they added some vitamin D and it, there's nothing in there. They took out all the good stuff when they took out the fat. Then they pasteurized it and killed all the enzymes. A, a slice of whole wheat toast, that's an anti-nutrient. Not only does it not have any nutrition, it sucks nutrients out of the rest of our body. Um, and margarine, oh my God. Yeah. That's, uh, that's giving people heart attacks. This is their recommended meal. And they also that's claim... They prominently claim, prominently, you can find this everywhere. Type 2 di diabetes cannot be cured. That's their claim. Unbelievable. And yeah. these are the people that our government is willing to license and, and block other people from trying to help somebody learn the right stuff. I'm just glad I don't live in a state. I'll tell you, if I lived in one of those states, I would practice anyway. They could just come after me. Um, most of what I do, especially on the air, and I don't know if I'd say most, but many things I do really push the limits. Um, and there are some people that have, you know, told me that I don't care. Um, the government can have their rules, but that doesn't mean we have to follow them. Most of them are just stupid. Um, you know, we had a great example of this the other day. I don't want to get too far off track, but I had Chuck Snow, you know, Chuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. So you may not have known this about Chuck. Chuck got started really early when the trucking industry was still heavily regulated. 
And those regulations, just like the regulations I'm talking about right now on dietitians, were really stupid and they were really bad for the economy in general. And Chuck, I was doing an interview with him the other day, and I was so glad he told the story because I didn't want to say it unless he was going to. Um, <laughs> Chuck started what was called a gypsy trucking company. Absolutely just blew all the rules out of the water, broke them all, got taken to court over it and fought it all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And lost. Oh. And That's still cool. didn't give up. Still yeah, didn't give up. Him. Yeah, he kept fighting it. And his lawyer said, wait a minute, you can't fight. You've, you've gone all the way. You can't appeal at the Supreme Court level. He says, well, then think of something because I'm not giving up. Not many people have that kind of courage. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Right. But that's it what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take on the medical side. We're just mm -hmm. going to have to flagrantly break the rules and, and just deal with it. And that's what I'm willing to do. So that's what we're up against. Groups like this being sanctioned and licensed by the government, trying to stifle any kind of competition and they're claiming type 2 diabetes cannot be cured. Well, no wonder why with the food they're telling people to eat. You're right. You'll never cure it like that. But we know better. It can be cured. It's not even that hard, and it doesn't even take very long. So um, one other thing I want to mention, because I always like to finish on a positive note, we have to fight groups like that. But somebody else you and I have talked about a lot, we both uh, admire greatly. And the more I learn about him, mm. the more I mm. admire him. Uh, mm -hmm. want to pronounce mm -hmm. his name right. Sami Inkinen. Yep. Yep. I yep. knew you were going to yep. say that. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cure type two. He, he has set a goal. My God, talk about big goals and big dreams. He wants to reverse type two diabetes mm -hmm. in 100 million people by the year 2025. That's only eight years away. Mm-hmm. That's a big, hairy goal. I mean, when you talk about having big dreams and big goals, but this is a guy who's pretty amazing. Um, he started the company Trulia, the real estate company Trulia. I started it when he was very young. Um, that was a wild success. Uh, he's been a, a world champion triathlete. He rode a boat from the west coast of California to Hawaii in 46 days, rode a boat with his wife, just the two of them. The previous record for a two-man team was 60 days. And him and his wife, and she is tiny, and he's not really big either. They did it in 46 days, fully fat yeah. adapted. That was the whole mm -hmm. point because he was a world-class triathlete. He said, and, and it was, there's a new movie out, a little short documentary, 18 minutes. And that's what kind of got me on this topic today. Uh, I watched it this morning. Um, he said that when he was a triathlete, he said, I was really arrogant. And he said, I didn't get it. He said, I looked at all these people with type two diabetes and I saw this becoming a problem. And he, and he said, I, I, he never, he said, I never said this to anybody. He said, but I always thought in my head, if they would just do what I'm doing, they wouldn't have this problem. If they would eat healthy like I do, and if they mm -hmm. would exercise like I do, they would never have this problem. And he said, now part of his mission is almost an apology for thinking that way all those years because he ended up pre-diabetic. Mm -hmm. 
and it was because of the carb loading. I mean, you've you've experienced this. This is what mm -hmm. triathletes do. This is what all endurance athletes were told to do. Crazy carb loading. And uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. You know, it's just fascinating. It's one of those things that, you know, we didn't do that before. <laughs> it's only when these big companies came out and told us we have a better way. You, you need to do it this way. And man, did we, we fall for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he totally turned this around, got fully fat adapted, eats a ketogen, a very nutrient dense ketogenic diet. Um, absolutely proved, you know, to watch the movie when after 46 days of rowing a boat across the ocean, this is a big <laughs> boat because they had to carry it was 22 feet long. Uh, they had to carry all their food, everything they needed. It, it was an incredible feat. But when they got off the boat at the end, I swear it looked like they could have turned around and gone yeah. back. They looked yeah. incredible. So that that was so inspiring. But now he has this new company he started. And his mission is to reverse type 2 diabetes. And, and he even puts a huge number on it, 100 million people in eight years. Um, I, just incredible to see that somebody with, with that kind of, he's also like a nuclear physicist or something. I mean, <laughs> an incredible guy. Um, so just to see somebody with, with that kind of knowledge and passion and determination um, and those kind of results, you know, building companies that that successful, it is such an amazing, positive thing to see him set his sights on this target. And uh, I'd love to be a, a part of that. I mean, we certainly have that yeah. goal in the truck. Industry, so uh, you may be hearing a lot more about that in the future. I'm going to get to a break. We're going to come back and get to your calls right after this. Stick around. Kevin Rothbard. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. We're going to get right to your calls. We're off to Georgia. Daryl, welcome to the program. Oh, Daryl. Oh, we've been trying so hard. I'm still not getting you, though. Um, try again. Daryl. Oh, boy, Bridget got him and he was going to stay in one place to make sure we could hear him. But I'm just, I can kind of tell he's there. Daryl, I'm going to put you on hold. We're not going to give up. We're going to keep trying. Uh, we are going to go back to Matt as well from the last show. We were working with Matt on a Nutra uh, Q. Matt, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right. So the last show, we, you know, your your Nutra Q fit right into the whole theme. Um, adrenal and sugar handling. You got to chill out, man. Yep. Well, on that part. For the most part, I'm pretty relaxed person. I don't get stressed out very often. I will admit, 
uh, you know, I go in streaks with the diet and different things. Um, you know, I go really hard at it for a while and then I slowly slack off until I notice I've really slacked off and then start at it again. Um, right. This year has been slightly stressful on me financially. It seems like everything on the truck that could break expensive has. <laughs> so right. it's been a little stressful, but it's working its way through. How about, uh, um, how about sleep for you? Uh, that changes with the diet noticeably. Okay. When I'm more makes- strict on the diet, my sleep is definitely better. If yeah. I eat more junk food, more sugar, it sleep gets erratic. Yeah. It gets hard that's- to fall asleep at night. It gets hard to get out of bed in the morning. It, I want to sleep yeah. more. I get drowsy during the day. So So you're you're one of those great examples of, you know, one of the things about going back and forth is it really kind of helps lock in that this stuff really does work. I mean, I used to talk about this in fuel mileage. When I tested a product, you know, we would run a really strict controlled test, control as many variables as we could to prove the fuel mileage increase. And then the next step is I would take the product back off to also prove the decrease, which is kind of what you do when you're not always strict on the diet. When you are strict, you see the changes, you see the benefits. When um, when you're not strict, you see the decline. No. Yeah, it, and I don't even know why I, I go off of it. It just, you get lazy. It's, I know snacking is a big problem with me, and that comes from being in the truck, you know. It, right. There's days where a decent meal is hard, and you try doing a little snacking here and there, and after a while, I get sick of vegetables and try something different. You actually run into a truck stop and buy something <laughs> processed. Yeah. Yeah, that's where, you know, it, the, the strategy there is just always surround yourself with the good snacks. You know, there are days where I don't even eat meals. Um, I just eat stuff here and there uh, because I'm busy and I don't have time. Uh, so I just make sure that I've always got, you know, plenty of good nuts, plenty of good uh, beef jerky kind of stuff. Um, for me, one of the things I've been leaning really heavily on, um, because I was still having some issues. If I took the NutriQ, my worst score uh, was fatty acid balance. And I thought, well, I'm eating plenty of fat. I fixed my digestion. Why is this not coming down? And it's because I wasn't getting enough omega-3. So I've been really leaning heavy on canned seafood. So for me now, a snack would literally be opening up a can of really clean tuna or sardines or salmon or cod livers. Um, I tend to mix the cod livers into the, into the other stuff. Um, pour in a little apple cider vinegar and eat that like a snack. And that is really improving uh, my fatty acids. Uh, and that with the adrenals, the iodine for a supplement, yeah. uh, kind of uh, looking into some of that, like a kelp mm. supplement. 
Uh, you could do some seaweed. I, I am back to looking for a good seaweed snack on the market. Uh, I've got a couple that I've ordered, so we'll see. The, the biggest problem with those is taste and texture. I had a really, really good one, and the company went out of business. Uh, so I'm back to looking again. But the seafood can really go a long way towards fixing that. So the seafood will address right. the snacking, the fatty acid balance. Seafood is high in iodine. Uh, plus a ton of other trace minerals. So I, I would lean, 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 pretty, pretty, making sure you always have seafood. And when you're hungry, eat that. Okay. Uh, just so everybody knows, uh, Dale and I have a little challenge going on. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a way off at the CMC. Oh, cool. And uh, with, the, with the warmer weather, Dale just sent me a message that... Um, you know, he gave up biscuits and gravy, and if he can do that, I have to give up ice cream. <laughs> there you go. I think ice cream is one of my biggest, biggest downfalls on sugar. <laughs> you know, interesting that you mentioned that. I love ice cream. Um, so, and I know this would be easy in the truck, but I, I, I got really serious just this week about developing some really good homemade ice cream recipes. Very, very, in fact, no sugar. Um, I'm either using honey, uh, maple syrup, or coconut sugar for the sweetener. Uh, that's it. No other added sugars. There, there's a little bit of a challenge there with ice cream, and it's not even the sweetness level. I didn't realize this till I started really studying ice cream. The more sugar you add to ice cream, the creamier it gets. It, the sugar blocks the formation of the ice crystals. So if you've ever had ice or ice cream that isn't real creamy, it's kind of icy. That's what happens when you try to make low sugar ice cream. So I, I'm working on some ways around that. So I, I made a pretty good one the other night out of coconut milk, Kim. Um, coconut Hi. milk and coconut cream. It only had three ingredients. Coconut milk, honey, raw, local, unstrained honey, which has a ton of health benefits, and only a quarter cup in a uh, uh, serving and strawberries, fresh strawberries. We had these beautiful strawberries. Um, it was really, really good. I, I need to work on some strategies to, to get it a little creamier. When you first eat it right out of the ice cream machine, it's pretty soft and creamy. As soon as you freeze it, though, it gets kind of hard. It. Yeah, and yeah. I got to got to work on that some. But uh, you have you have one week. You have one week to perfect that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So we'll we'll see. You you can be a taste tester. Um, I have the ultimate ice cream taste tester here in the house, though. Yes, That's you Lisa. do. Yes, you do. She is an ice cream connoisseur. I mean, I can't get. I can't. I'll eat almost anything that kind of resembles ice cream. Um, Lisa is a connoisseur. It it's got to be right for her. So I I have a challenge. Uh, if I can get this down to where she's happy with it, then we know we're good. Let's, uh, yeah, let's go to Illinois. Peggy, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. Um, and Kim. <laughs> Hi, Peggy. I'm, I'm, my dearest friend has a grandson who, at the age of 22, they have diagnosed him with ulcerative colitis. And they have, he's had to have blood transfusions. They have loaded him up with antibiotics. 
and recommended a diet including whole grains. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just got thinking that was at wow. cost purposes. I'm like, wait a second. Wouldn't he like oh. to be glucose, not glucose, but gluten intolerant? It, it, is the, it is the grains that caused this problem. Okay. This is so what started. I have a copy of the GAPS diet. Would okay. you recommend uh, I give him that book to study? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Any, okay. any, um, any elimination diet would be a huge improvement, even if we don't get the right one exactly. Because we could look at, um, you know, we could do more testing and find out clearly grains are the number one cause of these kind of digestive problems and gluten and gliadin being the two worst proteins. But there are other things. There are some people that are very sensitive to nightshades. There are some people that are very sensitive to dairy. That's a common one. Eggs, um, mm -hmm. high sulfur foods. So we could do more testing and really narrow it down. The problem with that, two problems. One, it can get pretty expensive to do some of that testing. And we'll talk about the second problem right after this when we get back right around the corner. Don't go away. Kevin Rothbard. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get right back to the calls. I was talking with Peggy in Illinois. Um, I was talking about the two problems, and then I got thinking about something else. Um, the grains. Uh, what else was I thinking of? Oh, no, I was talking the two problems with, with trying to find like the perfect diet. So any of the elimination diets is where I would start. They will all do a tremendous amount. The, the problem, one, is the cost, trying to narrow down the exact diet for him. And two, even if you do all that work to narrow down the diet, it, it can become so restrictive that most people won't follow it anyway. The GAPS itself is pretty darn restrictive. But if you can get him to do the GAPS diet, he will see tremendous results. Everybody always does. There are so many success stories around this. And I will tell you where it's going if he doesn't change this. If he follows the, oh, standard, <laughs> he follows the standard medical advice, he is going to lose his colon. Yeah, they have him on this medication that currently seems to have it in remission, but no, he's doesn't. like to end up on that medication for the rest of his life or but, but that that he's probably on a, a an immune suppressant correct yes 
Yeah. Yeah, which is going to cause uh, all actually leads kinds me to one of my other questions. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Right. Because they gave him a massive dose of antibiotics, I know that wiped out all of the good flora in his system. Yep. So would uh, water kefir be a good option? Yes. Yeah, water. Mm -hmm. there, he, he could run into some really nasty negative side effects. Um, so it, I from would the hide, yeah, uh, from trying to oh. repopulate the gut flora if it's not done properly. Um, uh -huh. I highly recommend that he starts working with either a naturopath, a functional medicine doctor, a, an NTP, along with his medical doctors. He's got to mm -hmm. get somebody involved that can help him more than I can just trying to give you a tip or two here or there on the radio. Um, he needs somebody intensively helping him or the, the medical community is going to talk him out of trying any of these other natural remedies. Um, and yeah. this is only going to get worse. This is almost like, you know, we used to call type two diabetes adult onset because people didn't get it till their forties or later. We stopped calling it that because kids get it now. This kind of damage yeah. to our intestinal tract never used to show up this early in life. And when it does, mm -hmm. he is just in for a miserable life if he doesn't address this naturally. Okay. Um, can you recommend any educational websites for him? Um. Again, I, I uh, yeah, I, I would look hard at um, Dr. X, A-X-E. He's got some okay, really Dr. good X. stuff that's pretty easy to read, and he covers um, all of these kind of digestive symptoms. He has some webinars. I, I almost, sometimes I hesitate, and it's not that I don't want people to learn this stuff on their own. I absolutely do, but I also know that it's very, very easy to get confused and and chase down rabbit holes on the internet unless you've got somebody kind of guiding you. And, and I'm not saying it, it should even right. be us. In fact, we're so busy, it probably won't, wouldn't be us. But, it, but I would find somebody, um, a functional medicine right. doctor, a naturopath, somebody to guide him. Oh, yeah, I just want something to convince him to seek that out as a addition to his medical treatment. I just need to be able to convince Absolutely. him to take a natural path as well. And honestly, I will tell you, the ultimate goal should be the natural path, naturopath, whether we're talking about the path itself or the doctor, alone. Right. This is not something yeah. the medical community is going to fix, period. You know, sometimes we say, look, you've got cancer. Um, you should probably stick with your doctor, bring a naturopath in, make it a whole team. But there are other times where I say the goal should be to get rid of the medical community completely. And this is one of those conditions that they do nothing but make it worse. Hey, I will do my darndest to convince him. All right. Dr. X does have an article out there. At least you can show him that he lists out the foods you shouldn't eat and you can kind of show him what they're saying he could eat, you know, and, mm -hmm. 
and then take it further, like Kevin said, to, to find a, a right. natural doctor that's going to work with you. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Let's head off to Oregon. Brian, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, guys. Mega Miles. Instead of Mega Dittos, get Mega Miles with Stanford. Thanks for everything you do. There you go. Thank you. What's on your mind today? Okay, I've got a question. Uh, I filled out a NutriQ here a while back, and you should have that up. Uh, my first question is, what uh, body part other than the head is related to some issues with tinnitus that I have going on? Tinnitus being in the ears, ringing. Yeah, tinnitus is kind of an interesting um, symptom. It's not really a disease. It's more of a, a symptom. and there doesn't seem to be a tremendous amount of research on this. We know two things. Um, a lot of medications uh, can aggravate or, or cause this. So um, if you're on a lot of medications, that may be the problem. And the root cause is inflammation. So anything we can do to address inflammation can really start to make a difference. There isn't anything that we do directly that there isn't like, you know, take this supplement and it's going to go away or, you know, fix this and it'll stop. It, it's one of those things we don't even know a lot about, really, um, other than those two things. There are a lot of medications that will cause it. Um, are you on medications? Yes, I'm uh, hypertensive, blood pressure. Oh, so you're on a diuretic. Uh, um, thyroid. Heart and uh, thiazide. Okay, so, uh, so uh, diuretic. The diuretics are one of the number one group of uh, drugs that can cause tinnitus. Okay. Yeah, it, it's okay. it's it really like I say, it's not a disease. It's kind of a symptom, and and it actually, in your case, I'm going to say it's just a pure side effect of the medication. Right. I would agree with that. Um, so you've, I've filled out the NutriQ, and a uh, list of supplements has been recommended. So given that tinnitus might be an issue, um, what would be the top two to three supplements that I might start with in your best uh, estimation? Well, just so you know, we would not... Um we wouldn't address the tinnitus directly at all, period. We, we will ignore the fact right. that it even exists. Um, one, there's almost nothing we can do directly for it anyway, uh, other than reducing inflammation. So okay. inflammation is much more about diet than supplements. So my first right. question would be, are, are you committed to really cleaning up your diet? Absolutely. Okay, because that's got to be first. I don't want to sell you a single supplement. I don't want you to go anywhere else and buy them because they're not going to do any good. It is causing the problems. The, all the medications that they gave you are only covering up the symptoms of the poor diet and causing all the other problems. So it's this huge, vicious circle. As long as your diet's bad, they're going to keep giving you the drugs. And as long as they keep giving you the drugs, you're going to have all the side effects. And, and you know, we know where that leads. So. Um, if you are committed to cleaning up the diet, 
then I would say start with the uh, digestive supplements and we could throw in probably one that isn't on there, the berberine. That may help this somewhat. It, it might address the inflammation and you may see some symptom improvement from that. Uh, but I would start with uh, digestion and um, sugar handling. So, you know, get, start there. But again, the supplements will be a supplement, but this has got to be primarily diet. And if, if you, yeah, and if you'd like, I mean, we'd, we'd love to work you, with you one-on-one. -on -one. This is one of those cases where we could really dial in um, rather than trial and error, which is what you're going to kind of have to go through on your own. We could dial this in, focus on one issue for 30 days, and then move on to the next and just knock this out step by step. There's the music. We've got to get out of here. We'll see you next time. Till we meet again, eat real food. Sleep like a baby. Connect like you mean it. Move as though your life depended on it. Remember, a healthy person has a hundred wishes and a sick person only has one. Stay healthy, my friends. Kevin Robinson. All right, everybody, thanks, and uh, we'll see you this weekend for the live show. Unsurance is not knowing if you have coverage when you move your washing machine that shifts the hose, that floods the bathroom, that drops your tub through the ceiling, that lands on your mahogany hutch. TD Insurance is confidence your coverage fits your needs. Avoid insurance and get a quote at tdinsurance.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Audio Road. If you have any questions, give us a call at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Check out the website at letstruck.com and find us on facebook.com slash letstruck.